A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Life and Art from FT Weekend. I'm Lila Raptopoulos. Last year, for the first time ever, the World Health Organization put out a report warning about the risks of being sedentary. The WHO said hundreds of millions of people will develop heart disease, diabetes, and other diseases over the next 10 years because of how little we move. And that makes sense because a lot of us get paid to sit in front of our computers, and when we're off, we stare into the vortex of our phones. But scientists are actually pretty sure they know the best way for us to deal with this. And it's to get up and move. (laughs) And not just at the gym for an hour once a day, but to do it regularly throughout our day. Manoush Samarodi is a longtime technology journalist and podcast host who recently challenged thousands of her listeners to do this. She partnered with Columbia University Medical School for a project called Body Electric on her podcast, TED Radio Hour. And she's with me today to talk about it. Manoush, hi. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, Lila, the pleasure is mine. I've been looking (laughs) forward to this. Um, First, I would love to hear you tell us a little bit more about just big picture. How did you go about setting up the experiment? Yeah. Yeah. Where did the initial data come from? Well, this goes way back to uh, a revelation that I had um, that I feel like crap when I sit on my technology (laughs) all day. And, you know, I mean, it just got worse during the pandemic. I was like, I don't understand. All I'm doing is sitting here working. Why Mm -hmm. do I feel so bad? And it just made me want to understand a couple of things, which was, you know, is my body adapting to my technology? Like, will mm-hmm. gamers have very long thumbs <laughs> two generations from now? Weird questions that go through my mind. Right, right. And as you're trying to answer that question, you came across this study that actually said, yes, this is affecting us. And yes, we can fix it. Yes. I came across a study uh, in January 2023 that was done at Columbia University Medical Center where they had run um, interventions in the lab where they had people come in, work at a desk on their Mm -hmm. laptop, and then take breaks on a treadmill. Take five-minute breaks every half hour, take a five-minute break every hour, take a five-minute break every two hours. And Mm -hmm. when I say break, I mean walking two miles per hour on the treadmill. So not like sprinting, not doing jumping jacks, nothing big. And the effects that they found were extraordinary. And in fact, they came to the conclusion that five minutes of gentle walking every half hour is the most efficient way to mitigate the effects of your sedentary screen-filled life. Right. And what they're saying is that that's actually better than going to the gym for a concentrated hour like before work. Is that right? (laughs) That's the sad part. Like, even if you go to the gym and work out, that's great. Don't stop doing that. Mm -hmm. But if you think that's taking care of your health for the rest of the day, unfortunately, that is incorrect. So even if you're working out, you need to be taking these movement breaks to, you know, get your blood pumping, literally. Uh, That also uh, is the case for a standing desk. For some people, it makes them feel better. So if it works for you, great. But that does not replace the actual movement. Right. And before we get further into that, can I ask, how bad 
is it? <laughs> How much is oh. technology and sitting too long affecting oh, us? It's it's like really bad. Um, yeah. So it is the reason why countries around the globe are in the midst of a slow moving health crisis. Um, mm-hmm. We see skyrocketing rates of early onset diabetes, hypertension. Uh, we also see rising rates of myopia, eye problems, macular right. degeneration. Um, and, you know, some of these I was like, well, is it directly because of that or do we know? But mm-hmm. with the sitting part, yes, we we, we know this. Um, and, you know, some of the reasons are really fascinating, which is um, when you sit, you put a bend in your arteries at knee mm-hmm. level. So like if you think about it as like a garden hose, like and you kink the hose and everything gets kind of stuck, the same thing is happening with the blood that is pooling right. in your legs. And so this has detrimental effects on the vessels in your legs. And mm-hmm. some research even suggests that sitting for hours can actually damage the inner lining of your blood vessels. Uh, okay. All right. So as I understand it, this Columbia paper gets your mind running and you call the head of the lab, Keith Diaz, and he tells you that he needs more data from the real world to see if people would actually do this in their lives. Right. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. He's like, you're totally right, because if no one can do this, what is the point of my lab running more of this? So he invited me in to give it a try myself. So I went Mm -hmm. to his lab and uh, one day I sat at a desk and worked for eight hours without getting up. Yeah. How was that? Um, pretty much like a normal day, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had all these contraptions strapped to me, so that was a little different. Um, and then I came back again a week later and they got me up every 25 minutes to stroll on the treadmill that was next to the desk. Mm-hmm. And when I walked, my blood sugar was cut nearly in half That's huge. Yeah, huge. My blood pressure was down five points, Mm -hmm. and I rated my mood and work as better, higher. Uh, So to me, I was like, well, clearly, I mean, it works. Like, there's no question. But then it comes down to, like, the cultural, softer science, social science of it all. Can it be done? And so for that, you needed your listeners. I did. Is that right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, right. Because your experiment exactly. basically took, was it 20,000 of your listeners signed up That's to do this? That's exactly right. Yeah. We put out the invitation to listeners, like, give. will you give this a try? Will you tell us if it works or doesn't work for you? Um, so should I tell you what we found? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to be surprised, Lila. <laughs> it was hard. It was really freaking hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, only 50% reported being able to take movement breaks uh, every five minutes, every half hour. What got in their way? It was um, feeling too busy to take a break, being worried that they were going to look weird in their office if they got up or they were on a call or something, um, feeling pressured, you know, to make sure that green button on Slack didn't go off um, to, to be productive. So that was mostly what got in their way. But the people who did manage, it was extraordinary. People felt more positive emotions, fewer negative ones. They felt Mm -hmm. more energized. They reported an average of 25% reduction in fatigue. Right. Um, And this was correlative, right? Like, so if you did the five minutes every two hours, 
you felt 15% reduction. If you did mm-hmm. it five minutes every hour, you felt 20%. The more there were, there was movement, the better people felt. Right. So the, the, the sort of nuts thing to me is that it was hard to do. It was mm-hmm. hard to stick to, but it made them feel better. Yes. And I feel like this is the thing that I come back to a lot. We know that there are things that will make us feel better, but it's, it's just hard to do them. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What, what was the hardest part for listeners? I think the hardest part is, you know, it's a pain, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that you're in the middle of something and your buzzer goes off and you're like, oh, God, I got to walk again. <laughs> and I think that's okay. If there's a moment where you're like, I'm not going to do it this hour, that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you try to do it like maybe three of the hours during your day, that's always better than nothing. Always. Yeah. So people found that setting timers, having a buddy system, connecting yeah. it to a certain work, like one woman would, you know, she started scheduling her Zooms to be 55 minutes and her mm-hmm. day was packed, but that five minutes is now when she walks. And I have, a, I know some people who are doing that, who are, yeah. they've just decided to make their day work around these breaks. I think a timer is a thing that would work for me. Yes. <laughs> I'm Ethan Wu, host of Unhedged, the markets podcast from the Financial Times. On the show, we answer questions like, are we going to see another financial crisis? So I, I guess where we land at the end of the day is there is a lot of scope for things to go bad here, but maybe not quite 2008. Ugly, but smaller. Ugly. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst way to describe your second child. <laughs> at least he doesn't eat much. <laughs> Listen to Unhedged wherever. Manish, you know, I want to get into more uh, practical things so our listeners can start to figure out how to do Mm. this, too. But before I do, I would love to take a step back with you and just reflect big picture. I feel like we all have the sense that the amount that we're sitting, the amount that we're looking at our phones, like the way that we sit is bad for us. I mean, I feel this like elbow problem and realize that it's because of the way that I'm holding my phone and Mm -hmm. the years in which I've been holding my phone that way. And part of the reason that I reached out to you is because you've been doing this for so long. You've done these experiments. You did this one 10 years ago called Bored and Brilliant that pushed us to be bored and go off our phones. I guess, is this like a losing fight? (laughs) Mm. You know, why haven't things changed for the better Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. since then, I guess is the question I have. So I... I want to be clear that like it's really hard to talk about technology as like a monolith, right? Yes. But really, I think what we're starting to understand, and when I say we, I mean the incredible scientists out there who are doing this mapping, um, is what I like to call the mind-body tech connection. Okay. This really, you know, we talk about mind-body and and what we're using is technology to sort of break pathways in many ways. And so I'm just really fascinated to add my layer of tech to some of the things that they're discovering. And I can give examples. So, um, you know, I've been doing Pilates for uh, 10 years now, and I've always wanted to understand, like, why do I feel like I don't give a shit about anything after class? (laughs) Like, I will walk in so stressed out, and I just don't care afterwards. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um, 
a neurobiologist, Peter Strick at the University of Pittsburgh, found that actually there is a a relationship between our core muscles and the brain and the Mm -hmm. adrenal glands that we didn't know. And so that means that like if you are sitting all day slumped over your computer, you are not activating that conversation that they all have to each other. Right. And it actually affects your brain. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Your core affects your yeah. brain. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, the same is uh, information overload, doom mm-hmm. scrolling. You know, I talked to one uh, as a psychiatrist, Saeed Khalsa at the Laureate Institute for Brain Research, who is studying interoception. This is the uh, our ability to understand, like, if let's say we feel our heart pounding, is it because mm-hmm. we're having a panic attack or we're really excited because we're about to, I don't know, go on a trip or something? We have to take the time to make sense of the sensations we feel. But when we're online, um, you know, I put to him, I was like, what happens when we feel outrage, anger, sadness, shock, awe, wonder in three minutes, you know? Right. And, you know, his whole thing is you reboot your laptop so it functions better. You need to reboot your brain and your body. Uh, This noisy world can feel like we're overloaded. So we need to sort of turn ourselves off, rest, limit the amount of sensory input we get so that we can function. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk a little more about things that could work for people. Um, Mm -hmm. I called you a few months ago, actually, which is part of why we have you on today, uh, because I was writing a column about how physically uncomfortable it had gotten for me to get bored. (laughs) And one framing that you gave me that I found helpful since is that actually when you switch off and go for a walk, your brain needs a few minutes to adjust and click in and relax. Like, the discomfort is temporary, and if you can just get through it and to the other side, you can actually have your best ideas on the other side. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. like, you know, you get into bed and you're like, I'm not tired, I'm not tired, and then the alarm goes off, right? <laughs> right you know, it's right. the same sort of thing. Like, you're like, just relax. You you slept last night. You can sleep again. I mean, it's really the same thing, right? Is like, put the phone away for an hour and just get out a pen, pencil, pad a paper and do some brainstorming. Like I don't do that often enough, but when I do, it works. I know it works. You know, it doesn't have to be an hour. It could be 20 minutes or go for a walk and make sure your phone is in your bag. But like for me, I know that it has to be minimum 25 minute walk because the first 15 minutes are like, oh my God, I have to make dinner. Shoot, what am I going to do? That was so dumb. Why did I say that? You know, it's all the things that I kind of have to like clear, clear out the garbage before I Mm -hmm. get to like the gold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. After hearing from all your listeners who uh, took these five minute breaks and stood and walked, Mm. um, what did you find is the best way to create like habits out of moving more? What seemed to work for people? Yeah, I, I mean, culture shift really yeah. was the answer. And it really reminded me, you know, when I first started out as a journalist, people used to take smoke breaks. I don't know if mm-hmm. people remember that, but like it was, <laughs> everyone was like, no one would, you know, so she went out for a smoke break. Like that was fine. Everybody was yeah. fine about it. And so- um, and then you get to the point where smoking is banned and now everyone's fine with that. And, and you know, I, I'm not a policymaker and I, I am cautious about, um, you know, policy nudges. But if you if you're 
you know, pod at work or at home just has habits, they just, they stick. Yeah. My kid walks himself now. He's like, oh, I haven't gotten out of the house. I really need to go for a walk. He right. didn't used to say that. So right. it just, it becomes the thing where you're like, I feel bad when I don't do this. So I'll just go do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Manish, this has been so interesting. I could ask you questions all day. Um, but I guess my biggest last one is just, there are so many things we could do. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we could do the five minutes every 30 minutes walking know, right? and we could do the, you know, the yeah. the 20 minutes of Pilates and also the and also the meditation and also the yoga and and, uh, and our whole day <laughs> would be filled. Yep. And so I guess my question is like, how do we choose for us? Like big picture, what do you think we should walk away thinking about as we figure out how to make ourselves feel better? I mean, to me, and I'm really trying to do this as a parent, it's about being um, tuned in to your body and, you know, giving yourself that little survey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe not from Columbia Medical School every night, but to yourself. (laughs) You know, I I made one for one of my kids during the pandemic and it was really simple. Like, did you sleep last night well or badly? You know, did you Mm -hmm. eat three meals today? How would you rate your anxiety? Did you poop? Right. <laughs> literally going through <laughs> mind and body and like just asking yourself these questions. And when you see something that could, you know, maybe feel a better, bit better dialing it up in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Yeah. Trust yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Manoush, this was so thought provoking and fun. Thank you oh, so yay, much for being good. on the show. Thank you so much for having me. That's the show. Thank you for listening to Life and Art from FT Weekend. You can find Manisha's project by searching for The Body Electric wherever you listen to podcasts. It's on the Podcast Head Radio Hour. Also in the show notes are discounts for a subscription to the Financial Times and ways to stay in touch with me and with the show, whether that's by email, on X, or on Instagram. I'm Lila Raptopoulos, and here's my talented team. Katya Kumkova is our senior producer. Lulu Smith is our producer. Our sound engineers are Breen Turner and Sam Javinko with original music by Metaphor Music. Topher Forges is our executive producer and our global head of audio is Cheryl Brumley. Have a wonderful week and we'll find each other again on Friday.